You're listening to She Thrives Radio. This is episode number 49. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about fat. And no, not butter and ghee and bacon fat, not dietary fat. We're talking about body fat and more particularly the culture of fat fearing that we live in and how we can start tuning into it to not only just become more aware of really what we are adding to and like actively a part of, whether we realize it or not, um, and how we can start to change things for the better, not only just for ourselves, although there are definitely some advantages to you individually to tuning into this, but our culture at large, because I think we can all agree that our culture at large blows and we have work to do. So this is just a conversation on how we can start to do that. So we are going to get into some shit today. I hope you're ready. Let's go ahead and get right on in. Radio is the podcast component to the She Thrives blog, a space dedicated for women who are on a mission to feel good, crush their goals, and live big. I'm your host, Taylor Gage, health and mindset coach, CrossFit and USA weightlifting coach, blogger, and portrait photographer. She Thrives is your BS-free resource for all things wellness, mindset, confidence, body image, personal development, and general badassery. My goal here is to help you get out of your own way so that you can thrive. All right, team, I'm excited to get into this episode and have this conversation with you today. However, this comes with a mage disclaimer. Mage disclaimer, okay? I do not want to, for a second, make it sound like I have all the answers to this shit and I am doing this perfectly and I am like up on my like podium and telling you how to live and act and behave, okay? I want to make it really clear here that when it comes to, well, a lot of things, but you know, this conversation in particular today, like I am right there with you, okay? I myself am learning how to look at these things objectively and dismantle and inquire and unpack and transform the way that I talk about and think about and see all of this stuff like in general. Okay. So I just really do want to be clear that like, I don't, I am far from doing all this stuff perfectly. Um, and I don't want you to give the, like, I don't want to give you the impression that I have all the answers because I don't. I'm absolutely here with you and learning as I go. And I feel like it is my responsibility um, in, in a bunch of ways to share with you what I learn when I learn it, which is really, you know, all I'm doing here is just sharing you what I know, but I'm not telling you or suggesting that I have, I'm doing this perfectly because I am not, I'm far from it. So mage disclaimer, okay? That's important to say. The other thing I want to mention here is that it is no coincidence that this conversation is dropping on the show around the holiday season, okay? You may not be listening to this when this originally airs. That's okay. This is a conversation that's valid forever and always. But there's a reason that I chose to share this during the holiday madness. And the reasons are, (laughs) the reasons are threefold. This is a time of year where almost everybody is pretty much guaranteed to put on a couple pounds, 
right? We're a little bit less active. We're not outside that much. We got a lot of snacks to eat, okay, and parties to go to. Um, this, this is just what happens, right? So this is a time of year when a lot of people tend to just like put on a couple pounds. And I, m- my underlying point, aside from like the general very important conversation that we need to have about this stuff anyway, is that especially when it comes to this time of year, for the love of Beyonce, we have to stop being scared of putting on a couple fucking pounds because you're enjoying the shit out of yourself eating your grandmother's cookies, okay? So that's something that I just want to be sure that you're picking up here that I'm putting down is as it relates to what you're doing right now and how you're feeling right now and in the activities that you're doing right now. And I know that there are a lot of, not a lot of, like everywhere you turn this time of year, like in the health like industry and, and fitness industry and wellness industry at large, you know, whether it's magazines or blogs or you know, wherever you, you're getting your information, all of these companies are playing to this exact fear that you have, that you gained a couple pounds or you might gain a couple pounds, right? And so they're giving you tips and strategies to, you know, like avoid that at all costs and come out the other side in January, like completely unscathed and or ready to like get on some like crash detox diet or whatever. Okay, I digress. This is what's going on. As a culture, as individuals, we fear fat like it is the bubonic plague. And especially this time of year, it can add another layer of anxiety to an already really stressful time of year. And so there's a lot to talk about today in in why and how and what is going on here and how we're playing into it and how we're hurting ourselves and how we're like hurting other people when we just like obsessively fear over body fat. Um, And we're gonna talk about it. But I just wanted to be clear that like there's a reason this dropped during the holiday season because I know that this is something that a lot of people are worried about right now. So this is just me like grabbing you by the shoulders and and looking you in the face and shaking you and being like, stop worrying about this so much, okay? So let's talk about it. Okay, it is no secret that we live in a culture that is absolutely terrified of fat. I know this, you know this. I think all of us know this on a personal level because of how how we feel when we are faced with the possibility of gaining some body weight or we just end up already having gained it and then we look at ourselves and we feel like garbage because of one thing that's different about us and it's the amount of body fat on us. And this is just heartbreaking to say the least. We're gonna talk about some of this in a second, but before we get into like the individual level, I wanna just zoom way out here and I wanna talk about fat fearing or fat phobia on like a larger cultural kind of societal level here and how pervasive and how actually fucked up it really is, okay? So I think that when a lot of us think of things like discrimination or, you know, marginalized communities or people who are just like constantly oppressed and uh, treated unfairly and not given the rights that like a, a lot of other people have, I think a lot of us 
tend to think of certain communities, lots of things to do with race and maybe like cultural background. I really don't think a lot of us think first and foremost that one of these groups is actually fat people. Okay, and I, I have to add this. This is this by the way, this disclaimer I have to add right here is a testament to the culture in which we live. That when I say fat people, like that is not an insult to the people. Okay, it's not. There are, an, there's like an entire amazing community of people who self identify this way. And so it's, it's, it's actually kind of comical and ridiculous that I have to clarify that I'm not saying that as an insult, right? Because we always only think of it as an insult. So there's kind of like a case in point right there. But I want to talk a little bit about this, like this marginalization, this complete like overt. It's kind of like the only last standing case of discrimination that is like totally 100% still socially acceptable in most places. It's actually kind of fucking bonkers. And it's really actually not cool. Okay. Did you know, by the way, that there is only one state, there's no federal law, there is only one state that has a law against discriminating against people's size in the workplace, like hiring and firing and whatever, right? There's no federal law that protects employees from discrimination based on obesity or weight. Only one state, which is Michigan, and a few local governments provide this protection, okay? I mean, that that is something to pause and take note of right there. It's also worth noting and I, I'm sure there is like an apps, there's a ton of like actual data on this, but I, I don't have it in front of me. But I know just from reading through like anecdotal and, you know, personal stories that fat and overweight people are also hugely discriminated against in the healthcare system, right? People will come in with a complaint and no matter what it is, they're almost always told that they need to lose weight, right? The answer is that they need to lose weight. And they're like not even like properly addressed. Like it, the places and circumstances and ways in which large, fat, or overweight people are discriminated, marginalized, or have unequal access to healthcare, jobs, and basic human rights, guys, is fucking staggering. And this is, again, I think it's one of these things that we take like, I don't, maybe, like, we don't notice, I think, because it's still so socially acceptable to think and feel this way. And the reason I wanted to have this conversation today is not only to become aware of how we are actively uh, playing into this oppression and discrimination and just, like, ha- like hate-based, like, shame-based, judgy, fucking, just all-around really garbage Um, atmosphere for people who literally live in fat or overweight bodies and need to be treated as real humans. But I also wanted to bring this back to you as well, because you and me and all of us, because we live in this culture, we don't really stop to question why we're feeling this way or what we're actually feeling and I wanted to break it down to you today break it down for like a personal level for you because here's the deal this is our culture this is the reality of what things look like right now and whether you live in a fat body or not I think we can all collectively agree 
that this culture is fucking awful for everyone involved, okay? And the way that we change culture, guys, starts with us, okay? So to reiterate again, I feel like I'm going to say this the whole way through, I I am absolutely guilty of partaking in this myself. And like, I'm not saying that I am like, have, you know, I'm so woke and whatever, like sharing. I'm absolutely here with you doing this work because I'm realizing more than ever how fucking important it is for all of us to become aware of this. Because this is how we actually make change, right? This is how we can change the culture at large. It really starts with us. So I'm going to give you today just some some thoughts, some considerations, maybe some questions, some things for you to look out for or consider or take notice of whatever in your own life or in your own mind, your, like your own thought process or whatever's going on here, just to like maybe start just noticing a little bit more than you had before about how you are personally impacted and then also how you are actively playing into this culture that we all fucking hate. (laughs) You know, it's a loop. It's like, it's a cycle. It's hard to break. It's not done easily. But I think that the more that we can pay attention to this stuff, the better we all are. So here are some things that we can start paying attention to. Number one, this is something that I've spoken about before, but I really want to be sure you're hearing me, especially in this context. Are you conflating leanness with health? Okay, because those two things are not synonymous. They are not synonymous, all right? I've talked about this before on the show on episode number 12 called Fuck the Scale, which gives you a bunch of ways to measure health that have literally nothing to do with the uh, weight of your body against the gravity of the earth, okay? And, you know, this is actually something that Jess Rothley spoke about, too, when I had her on the show, and she had a great way of looking at that as well, because ultimately what's happened here is we've always had these beauty standards. Like, every, like, since the dawn of time, I think that's just something that's happened. Like, there is a standard to which we are expected to uh, meet, right, like a beauty standard, and it has just morphed and changed like the standard has changed a lot over time and i think most of us will are mostly familiar with this feeling like and looking like you know like the the 80s and the 90s or even like the early 2000s um of being like super fucking lean like a skinny like just like skin and bones like really thin right that was something that was on all the magazine covers and like kind of like pressuring all these young girls to strive for, right? That was the beauty standard of that time. Now, as I think we're all aware, health, and I'm doing air quotes when I say health, health is this new, is this new obsessive trend in our culture. And as Jess Rothley pointed out in episode number 41, which if you haven't listened to, go listen, um, she made a really um, awesome observation saying that health is literally just the new form of a shitty beauty standard. It's just, as she said, we put a top hat and glasses on it and call it health, but it's really just same old beauty standards that we've always been just like beaten with and shoved down our throats and told we're not enough unless we X, Y, Z, right? So 
And here's where this comes into this conversation about body fat or uh, obesity or just like large or fat, whatever, in any, any way you want to look at it. There is now this feeling like, oh, well, no, I don't want to, you know, look like this or I don't want that for myself because I want to be healthy. Aren't we really like I so this is this is what I want you to like ask yourself right now, because I think this is a really important thing to get to the bottom of. Is your pursuit of health really just the fear of fat? Okay, now I could I feel like really get into this health and fat thing. Um, and I think I'm going to talk more about this because it's a really important conversation. I think all of us need to hear, especially those of us who are like in this industry and like prioritize this stuff. And like, I want to make sure that we're not all running around, uh, you know, telling ourselves that we are really just interested in health when really we're actually just really scared of fat. Right. Okay. Ask yourself that. Is that what's going on? Like, be honest. And here's the thing, guys, with all of these questions and conversations that we're going to be having today as we move forward. Like, when you get to the bottom of that and you decide, like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Actually, it was just fat that I was scared of, right? Like, my obsession with needing a six-pack or, like, my fear of gaining three fucking pounds in the month of December or whatever it is, like, really just boils down to me being scared of body fat. Like, I don't want you to A, feel bad about that, or B, blame yourself, okay? Because that's not something that you taught yourself. That's something that you learned from growing up and living in this culture, okay? But now that you know that, I think that you have a responsibility to do something about that, to shift how you're looking at that a little bit, to unpack it, to sit with it, to do whatever work you need to do to make that not the case for you anymore. And one of the questions that you can ask yourself is why is fat, and we can all ask ourselves this, why is fat so fucking scary? Right? Like what, is it really your life's work to lose fucking five or 15 pounds of body fat? Is it? And I think that this is a, a really important consideration as well. Is fat really the worst thing that you can be? Because I tell you what, when I hear women talk about it or I see the conversations out there or I see the conversations being thrown at women, you would think that that is true, that fat is the worst thing you can be. And like my head explodes with like white hot rage with that sentiment, like so so intensely and I really want you to start getting as enraged about that as I am because I think what you'll find in there is the power break through some of this learned garbage and find freedom for yourself and simultaneously help dismantle this culture at large okay the other major consideration that we need to talk about today when it comes to fat phobia or uh, you know, the pursuit of health, uh, air quotes, okay, any of this, is the idea of shame. Now, this is something that I wrote about at length in a blog post that if you have not read, I really, really, really hope that you go read it. It is called The Problem with Body Positivity. 
and it's basically all about how body positivity, air quotes again, has become this new way to just shame fat people. Like we needed a new way for that. Well, now we have it. Great. And it's ironic in that it's fucking called body positivity, right? So I actually wrote the article in response to Tess Holiday being on the cover of Self Magazine's uh, digital edition, and the they posted it on Instagram, and the comment section was absolutely enraging. And most of the comments centered around this this th- thread, this common thread of how dare you put her on a magazine cover? Shh, this promotes obesity. Okay, like this promotes an unhealthy life. And I have a lot to say about that. And that's why I wrote that article. And I'm not going to get into all of it here. So again, please go read that because I think it will explain some of the things that we're talking about today in a lot more detail and more eloquent because I can write and I feel like I'm just a little bit better written than I am spoken. Uh, So you'll enjoy that. So please go read it. But the main problem with that, you guys, that I hope that you can see here is first of all, There is no way to know somebody's health by looking at them. It is absolutely impossible. I will say there is, of course, a a point at which your body size and uh, and your health are linked. But assuming that somebody is unhealthy because of the pant size they wear, no matter what it is, okay, no matter how large they are, like for it is not your business. And the second problem with this, guys, is that even if she was unhealthy, even if they are unhealthy, okay, here is the bigger question that I need you to start considering us all. By the way, when I say you, I mean us collectively. Just because they are unhealthy, does that make them unworthy of respect? And furthermore, not only respect, but celebration, representation, being like having access to like being on a fucking magazine cover, okay? Like we all rally behind this idea of body positivity, right? I think we all get on board with that. Like, yes, like embrace my cellulite, right? But then we get to a point to where that body no longer looks like ours and all of a sudden we are using body positivity and quote unquote health to beat that person with shame. And, you know, I explained in that article, which again, I really want you to go read, that the irony here is that the body positivity movement was designed for fat people and people who live in marginalized body. It was to bring awareness and representation and some positivity to those communities. It was not for thin, white cisgender women to embrace their three dimples of cellulite, right? So the irony here is just like, I can't even, okay? But my big point that I'm trying to make here, again, I explain all of this in that post, please go read. Big point I'm just trying to make here is, are you using health as this new stick to beat or shame other people with, right? Especially bodies who do not look like yours, larger bodies, Okay, because the shame is outrageous. We associate like people who live in larger bodies, we associate them with being lazy or not caring about themselves or not trying and all of this shit that is just like so awful to associate with anybody. And to think that you know all that by looking at somebody is just like beyond acceptable, just beyond acceptable. 
So with all of this being said, okay, with this with this general fat phobic culture that we live in at large, the ways in which people in larger bodies are actively uh, discriminated against or not given access to jobs and healthcare and just basic human fucking decency like the rest of us are, aside from all of that, how can we as individuals in our own communities and in our own bodies start to take a closer look at slash kind of help dismantle this culture at large? Well, I think there are a few ways. Again, I don't have all the answers here. I'm sure I'm missing some things here, so feel free to add to the conversation. But I know for sure that there are some things that we all do in our day-to-day that actively play into this culture that I think that everybody, ourselves, uh, everybody would benefit from if we started to get really, really good at noticing and shifting just a little bit. First thing on this list, guys, is saying, oh, I feel fat. Now, this is something that I talked about way, way, way back in episode number six called Your Words Matter. Um, Saying that you feel fat is a problem because, first of all, fat is not a feeling, okay? What you're trying to do in that moment is express something else. And so I want you to get creative and use your words. How do you actually feel, right? Get in touch with that actual feeling um, and stop using fat as this blanket, like, pseudo emotion to throw onto something because it's not an emotion. Okay. Tell me how you feel. You feel bloated. You feel lethargic. Um, you just feel unattractive. Tell me what you're actually thinking, but stop using fat as the adjective to describe it. And closely related to this is when somebody else tells you that they feel fat. Okay. This is another thing I see all the time, and like I I hope that you can start noticing this when you see it too, and like this will kind of set a light bulb off for you. But how often do you hear this conversation where somebody goes, "Oh, I feel so fat," and then somebody replies to them and says, "No, you're not fat. You're beautiful." Do you see that? Do you see what just happened there? Somebody's saying, "I feel fat," and the person coming back to say, "No, you're beautiful," right? As in, fat is synonymous with just ugly and whatever, okay? That right there is an example of this problem, okay? So if that's something that maybe you uh, tend to do or you notice that you've done before when somebody says that to you, maybe it's your kid, maybe it's your friend, maybe whatever, and combating feeling fat or I think I look fat or whatever with no, you look beautiful um, is, is adding to the problem. And I hope that you can see that. We have to stop thinking of fat as synonymous with ugly or as an insult or as a down, right? Like a put down. It is not any of those things. It is a natural part of the human body, which by the way, if you didn't have, you would literally die, like you would die. So that's just like an important thing. It is natural. It is not synonymous with ugly or lazy or any of it. If you are thinking about it in those ways or speaking about it in those ways, I highly encourage you to start paying attention to those moments and reframe or reword what you're trying to convey. Because even though it seems really simple and like not that much of a thing, those tiny moments add to this culture at large. And if we wanna change it, we have to start with us. Another thing to look out for is something that we talked about before uh, about like, you know, bashing people on magazine covers or seeing somebody in a restaurant eat something and basically shame them and saying that it's you being concerned for their health. 
right? There's a term for this. It's called concern trolling, okay? Where you see somebody and you're like, you know, they really shouldn't be eating that or like, I'm more like, no, like it's not that I'm like judging them. I just like really want them to be healthy or whatever. That is part of the fat phobic culture right there. It is called concern trolling and it is you basically veiling judgment and shame and more judgment and putting a dress on it and calling it concern like you're concerned for their health. I'm going to remind you and remind all of us that anybody else's health around us on magazine covers in wherever is not our business, period. No one else's health is our business. So just be mindful of when you're thinking like, oh, you know, I know best or whatever, or if you see it happening, keep in mind that this is fat phobia in action at play, right? Another thing that we talked about briefly here is the idea that there's like a limit on body positivity, okay? Like it, it's like really good and helpful for bodies that look like you, but bodies that don't look like you, it's outrageous or it's promoting an unhealthy lifestyle or it's like whatever X, Y, Z, right? Kind of back to the concern trolling idea, right? There is no limit on body positivity and the movement itself was created for the bodies that are not represented in any capacity, right? And these bodies that... that don't look like yours, that don't look like yours and aren't celebrated the way yours are. So I really want you to keep in mind that this movement of body positivity was designed for bodies that don't look like yours, okay? In a bunch of ways, not just size. Um, So if you are feeling like, oh, like I'm, you know, here for body positivity, but that's taking it too far, that is also fat phobia culture, happening right in your mind, right? And a lot of this, guys, like, again, like, I don't want you to feel guilty or, like, kick yourself or just, like, beat yourself up for this because a lot of this is something that you didn't decide. It was to decided for you, um, and we have it internalized. But this is really good stuff to start paying attention to because we do have this all internalized, and we can't expect the culture to change if we don't start changing how we ourselves think and feel about this stuff, okay? Another thing that we can do here is stop idolizing or congratulating or like otherwise putting people on a pedestal when they lose weight, right? We have no idea what's driving people. Uh, we have no idea what's what their story is, what their reality is. And just assuming that they've accomplished something like incredibly noble when they've lost some weight, I think in its own way plays into this culture, right? It's like, oh, congratulations, like you've done this thing, you've accomplished this great achievement. And while I definitely want to say that, yeah, like if you have a health condition and you must lose weight, like it can be hard work. And there's definitely an element there to be like, congratulations on on taking your health uh, in your own hands. But that's not the reality for most people, right? Most people just want to lose a few pounds for like vanity reasons, right? It's not like a health-based reason. And when they, you know, when we see them around the holidays or whatever, and we like, like freak out and congratulate and applaud that they've lost weight, kind of what we're doing is putting value, like we are confirming that that's what makes them like a really successful, valuable person. Do you see that? 
Like, I know, like, I have people in my life who would always comment when I was down a few pounds and, like, just freak out over it and just, like, make it a big deal. And it always just kind of made me uncomfortable. It's like, okay, but, like, you know that there's other things going on in my life right now, right, that are, like, worthy of bigger applause than losing 10 pounds, right? And I think that a lot of times we do this and we we don't, it's well-intentioned. Like, I think we mean it as a compliment and we're trying to do something nice, but I want you, this is just another one of these circumstances that I think that we'd all benefit from really slowing down and paying closer attention to and listening to what we're actually saying in these moments, right? Because while we mean it as a compliment, I want us to start thinking of another way to compliment that person than the size of their body. Another thing that we can all do is get off the fucking scale. Why are we so obsessed with this stuff, okay? I mean, I know why, you know, I know why. But how can we start to change that? Well, I think that one way is to just stop obsessing over it about obsessing over over our own bodies, right? Being obsessed with hitting uh, six-pack abs or this like goal weight or feeling like shame if we gain three pounds in December, right? I Like, I, this is something that we can do for ourselves. And I'm not saying that this any of the things that we're talking about today are easy. I don't think that they come easy to us. They take active and like very intentional work to be able to address. But like... If you're somebody who weighs yourself every single day or every single week, like what would it feel like to you if you stopped doing that? And I'm sure for a lot of you, you just like got really scared. And do you know why? Fat phobia, right? We're terrified that we're going to gain a couple pounds. But what if we put our value into something bigger or better, right? This is again, something that I've talked about before in episode number seven, where I talk about gaining about 15 pounds when I was building my business. Um... I encourage you to go listen to that too, or I just talk about like what happens if you put your value in your own self um, in a place that has nothing to do with how your body looks or how much body fat you have on you. Like, how would that feel? What would that look like? How would that like empower you? Like, what would you focus on? Where would that energy go? Like, think about that. Because I'm going to tell you right now that your worth is not tied to your fucking body or your body fat or your body weight. It is not there. But we live our lives like it is. Um, And we fear fat like it's the plague. And I just would encourage you to start thinking outside the box a little bit on this stuff about where you put your own value in yourself and where you put your own attention and energy. Like, sure, of course, wonderful. I think exercise is great. I love CrossFit. I love working out. Like, But I don't want to have it be this thing that you become obsessed with and that you use as like a veiled attempt to run away from any kind of visible body fat. Okay, where are you putting your time and attention and energy? Put it into something that really matters, something that is bigger and better and fulfills you in a real way. And the last thing I'm going to add here, guys, on things to just sort of like pay attention to and notice is just, I mean, it's all things that we've already been talking about, but I just want to say, you know, explicitly that I think it's really important that we notice when we're being judgy, right? Again, this is a conversation that I have had before on this show on episode 15, which is literally all about judgment and the ways we judge. But just start being more aware of it, right? Like when you do see a person in a larger body or a person with a lot of body fat, like what are your immediate thoughts about that? 
when you do notice that you yourself have gained some weight, what are your immediate thoughts about that, right? We judge ourselves, we judge other people. Usually it's about a lot of the same stuff because judgment is a mirrored funhouse. <laughs> but notice notice the thought patterns and like the things you're saying and thinking when you notice someone in a larger body. Because I can guarantee that those thoughts in and of themselves, right within what you are thinking when you see that, if you can really come at that with some objectivity and some compassion and some like intentional effort to work through, right then and there, you have the power to start dismantling this system and this really shame and hate-based culture in which we live, okay? Because no matter what the size of anybody is, no matter what their health is, no matter, like, regardless of all of that, every single human deserves respect, deserves to be seen, deserves to be celebrated, and is worthy of taking up space. There is so much more to this conversation and I'm not going to even pretend for a second that I covered every part of it. So we will continue to talk about this throughout the show um, because I think this is really important. And so I want to share with you what I know about it, which again is limited. It is not the whole conversation, but I really hope that you took something from this conversation today and that you can continue to learn more about it in your own way and find a way to implement it in your day-to-day life to make the impact, again, not only for yourself, because let's be real, I think we all feel better when we stop obsessing and fearing fat, like our body image just naturally improves with that. So like you personally have something to gain for this, for doing this work, but also the culture at large and people who live in large bodies who deserve just as much respect and representation and celebration as anybody else. So I'm just going to leave you here, guys. I wish you a wonderful holiday season. If you find yourself panicking about your clothes getting a little snug as you go to all these parties and uh, fretting about the decisions that you have to make or thinking that you're screwing up or doing this wrong or that you're going to gain 20 pounds in three weeks, I really hope that you take into consideration some of the things that we talked about today and dig into it and unpack it and ask yourself, why this is so scary. Is fat really the worst thing you can be? And is gaining three pounds going to change anything about your life? And conversely, is losing three pounds going to change anything about your life? Okay. And I encourage you to keep some perspective, right? Think about how you actually do live in a quite privileged body to even worry about a three pound gain in the first place, right? And I think that when we can keep that perspective and understand how that fear is playing into a culture at large that is actively like attacking and shaming and further marginalizing people in bodies that don't get the same respect and and rights and, and so on and so forth as perhaps you do, that I think we can all benefit from keeping that perspective in mind, choosing our words a little bit wiser and understanding that three pounds or five or 10 or 15 or 20 <laughs> really is not 
the problem that you've been made to think that it is. Lots to keep in mind, especially around this time of year when everybody is talking about this and worrying about this, and there's a lot coming your way about how to avoid this and and why you should be scared of this, and you know all of the conversations surrounding like the holiday weight gain thing. Like, I just want you to start kind of coming at it with a little bit of a critical eye and thinking beyond yourself and realizing how some of this stuff is adding to this culture at large that I think we all have the responsibility to do our part to dismantle, not only for ourselves, but for everyone. Just a lot of things to think about, a lot more to come. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for going through this conversation with me today. I'll put all the podcast episodes and blog posts that I referenced in today's episode in the show notes for you so you can continue learning and listening and reading if that's something that's important to you. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of She Thrives Radio. And if you like what you heard today, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And then head on over to SheThrivesBlog.com where you can sign up for my weekly emails where I send out my favorite tips, tricks, advice, and support every single Monday morning to help you kick your week off right. Thank you for listening. Until next time.